Hola amiga, welcome to the Amiga Arise podcast. I'm Priscilla Gomez, your host and hopefully an amiga for a journey of learning, growing, and thriving. I'm a licensed clinical therapist with a trauma history of my own, but I was transformed by the call that God has placed on my life. And I'm here to share how the clinical world taught me how to begin my healing process, but ultimately, only God was able to heal the darkest areas of my past. Amiga, I know you are smart, driven, successful, and ambitious, but yet there seems to be something missing. You might be wondering why peace and joy are lacking in your life. Amiga, welcome. I can bet you have walked through some dark paths yourself, and maybe you're wondering if God is even real, or why suffering exists, or what your true purpose is here on earth. Amiga, I hear you. But if you're ready to take a deeper look, find freedom, and step into flourishing God's way, I'm here to lend a helping hand as you step into your healing and your faith-filled life. So open up that journal, pop in those AirPods, and take a deep breath. We're about to embark on a beautiful journey of arising to your true self. Hola amiga, welcome back. It is week three of this podcast, and I can't believe we're almost towards the end of August. I just feel like, okay, once we hit September, the fall is here and all the holidays come. We're practically already saying Happy New Year. (laughs) Just me? I don't know. That's the way my brain works. But anyways, just wanted to thank you for jumping back on here with me. I hope you've enjoyed the last few episodes. Last episode, I did spend a lot of time kind of talking about my own um, process with letting go of some addictive and repetitive behaviors and dependencies. So it may have been like a lot. I hope it didn't feel like a lot. And in no way, shape or form was I intending to think or say that um, I know best or did the best way of approaching uh, my dependencies. Um, But nearly just an example of what it takes sometimes to address the things that are hurting us and harming us the most. Um, stepping away from a certain kind of behavior and a dependency or an addiction takes work. It's a lot of work. As I mentioned, it wasn't something that came easy to me. Um, And there was definitely moments of major temptation and desire to just give up. Um, But because I had committed to this process and I had spoke it out loud and told every single human being I could possibly know, like, this is what I'm doing and I'm walking through, it gave me more responsibility to take accountability, right? Not to say that you can start something and then not finish it. There's no shame in that either. It's Um, it's all a process and part of rewiring your brain and your brain response, it takes time. And the thing for me that just really shifted was that grace that I keep talking about and that acceptance that I felt in my community with my walk with God. And that just made a whole lot of difference. And friend, I know you may not be there yet and that's okay. I'm just here to share a little bit more about my own faith journey and my healing process and how potentially you can enter yours if you haven't done so already or you've walked away from that healing process because you've thought, you know what, it's too much right now and I just can't bear think the process again. Uh, I mentioned that I didn't survive that that one year at least without my own therapist and I had started seeing this therapist um in grad school when I really thought, okay, I need to 
take my healing process seriously. And, and I, and I thought I was, or I did the best I could at the time. And I got and made some major strides in that time. But like I had mentioned in maybe episode one, I, even though I was in therapy and learning all the things about the healing process and how to be there for someone else as, as a therapist myself, I wasn't ready to engage in the change. And I just needed a space to talk to someone about it and just help me be at peace with where I was. And that's exactly what therapy is and does. It helps you navigate the current feeling so that you can move past it, right? That's part of the healing process is we're all going to be triggered and um, brought high emotions because we are in a world with other humans who are imperfect, just like us. And we just rub up against each other, not physically, well, sometimes I guess physically, but in the sense of emotional um, dialogue, conversations, conflict, it's just going to happen. It's we're humans and someone's going to remind us of something or say something a certain kind of way. That's what a trigger is, right? Therapy helps you navigate those moments and or recognize those moments. You might not even have noticed that that was a trigger and you're like, why did I respond in such a way? (laughs) Again, my story is about I started therapy years ago when I was in college and I had yet another traumatic experience as I'd explained And that was more of a band-aid kind of therapy. I needed someone to kind of just patch me up, get me regulated enough to get through college. That was my goal at the time when I was in therapy in college. I was like, I don't really want to think about this. I don't want to talk about it a whole lot. I just need to know I'm going to be okay. I'm going to survive this, whatever this era is, and make it through college, get my BA. Like That was my goal, right? And so that's what therapy did in undergrad. And it, and it helped, um, went through many years of just coping the way I was, ended up in grad school, back in therapy, took it a little bit more seriously. I was like, okay, I can see where some of my coping isn't really helping me, but I'm doing okay. And I'm, I'm surviving. I'm getting my master's degree. I have plenty of friends and family support. I'll get through it. And I went back again once I was a a full-time therapist and felt the stress of, oof, this is a lot to take on. You know, I'm hearing people's pain stories and their trauma, and I just needed a space to be able to process some of that and feel adequate in my job. And um, that was helpful then. And like I explained, it wasn't until the pandemic that I went back to the same therapist I had been seeing since grad school. And when I told her, hey, I am letting go of alcohol, dating, slash sex, and social media, and I'm engaging in my faith journey. I know I need all the support I can get. So can you can you get me in and can we do these sessions? And at the beginning, I think we started weekly. Then a few months later, we went into every other week. And finally, when I was um, getting ready to terminate towards the end of the same year, um, we met like once a month to make sure I was like, okay. I got this. <laughs> I, I am feeling confident in walking forward with all the knowledge, skills, um, tools that I had developed along the ways. And I'm letting go of this pain that I had been holding on to for so long. So that's my story. 
But today's episode is really about asking whether or not you're ready for therapy and or coaching, or what's the difference? What's the difference between therapy and coaching? And why, you may ask, am I going towards a coaching business? Um, I have nothing against this therapy. I am still a therapist. I obviously had such tremendous breakthrough through um, my own therapeutic experience. But there is a difference between therapy and coaching, and I'll get there. But I do want to spend the next few minutes talking about when is it time for you? So these questions are for you to consider and to ponder if you haven't already gone to therapy. I think therapy is something that maybe every single individual should do, whether or not you think you need it. But that might be a biased opinion of mine because we can all just have areas in our life that we want to heal from or just move past from. But anyways, I digress. Let me get back to the questions. If you haven't already thought these through yourself and if you haven't seen a therapist yet, I would highly encourage you to meditate over these questions, so to speak. Write, you know, take out your journal, write these questions down, think about them, respond to them on your own terms, and um, feel free to reach out to me if you need some extra support. If you'd like some resources, I will definitely link something on the show notes so you can find a therapist wherever you live, at least here in the U.S., but it's a conversation starter. So if you need support, please don't hesitate to reach out. Here are the questions I want you to consider. One, first and foremost, obviously I'm an advocate of healing from trauma. If you've experienced any kind of trauma, the way it's described in our diagnostic manual is like physical abuse, emotional abuse, sexual abuse, um, witnessing um, or experiencing an act of threat, violence, or death um, onto you or in front of you. Um, But trauma really is anything that affects your nervous system. And I love this definition given by Peter Levine, who is also a psychiatrist in the field. And he says, Trauma is not what happens to us, but what we hold inside of our bodies in the absence of an empathetic witness and or I would add an empathetic response, right? So not not so much what happens to us. So don't get caught up in the labels like, well, I didn't experience physical threat, violence, death, um, sexual abuse or all these extreme things, right? Obviously, those are horrific and 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 if you're going through that or have gone through that I am so sorry and I that you had to experience that but there is there is healing and there is breakthrough if you um give it a shot but if you didn't experience any of those and you're like well I I don't know I didn't experience any of that right think about this definition was there something that happened to you that you continue to hold inside your heart your body your brain, because there was a lack of an empathetic response when that thing happened. It could have been bullying at school at a young age. It could have been not feeling adequate enough. Um, Maybe a teacher ridiculed you in front of the class and that really, you know, just damaged a, a, a young part of you, um, of your identity in that part in that, in your development, right? There could have been fighting in your household and 
You didn't know there was no one to have an empathetic response for you. There are a loo of reasons why you could have experienced something that triggers your nervous response system, right? We talked about that in episode uh, two, I believe, in the fight and flight mode. When we experience something that the brain perceives as threatening, aka also traumatic, our nervous system kicks in because we need to survive it. Our bodies know to do that. And like I mentioned through my faith background, I know that God designed us that way so that we could survive. And so our brain uses either fight, flight, or freeze. And that's going to continue to happen when we continue to experience a trigger of that reminder. And sometimes that trigger and that reminder is so far um, down in your subconscious memory or you think it's not there, like we've talked about pretending to forget or we've thought we've forgotten or we've forgiven or we move past, but it's still there. It lives there. And so then there's going to be these episodes with loved ones, strangers, <laughs> um, the cash register lady, you know, whomever it could be, might trigger that nervous response system because of that lack of empathy um, that we required when the actual stressor or traumatic experience happened. So that's question number one, and that's loaded. But I started off with that one because it's such a big one and a pivotal one to consider. Number two, are you having trouble processing your thoughts? Like, are you going through your day and you just can't process? Three, you have a short fuse. You're quick to anger. <laughs> and you might be thinking, well, I've always been this way. I don't want to change that about me. Okay, but is it impacting also your relationships? Are you having trouble really relating and having an intimate relationship with your partner, with your friends, with your parents, whomever, because of that anger and that fuse, right? So three and four kind of go together. Do you have a short fuse? Is there anger that's not only impacting you, but also impacting others? So number four is, are you having problems maintaining healthy relationships, not just romantic, across the board? Number five, is it hard for you to get into a place of functioning? Like you don't feel like you're functioning at your 100%. Like you can't show up for yourself. You can't show up at the job. You can't show up for the friend. You can't show up for etc at your 100% capacity like you know something's off you can feel it number six do you feel stuck like do you feel stuck in your in your environment in your relationship in your work in just the same old same old right like what am I what am I doing <laughs> why am I here that's a good question to have someone to talk to with a therapist number six um, sorry, number seven, are you repeating patterns over and over and over again that you know are not helpful for you? Like myself, I was repeating the same patterns when it came down to alcohol, boys, um, social media, just like this endless need to consume social media and also that impaired my functioning and not doing other things, right? So, okay, I can go on and on. <laughs> number eight, are you just feeling overwhelmed with everything and anything, doing the task, doing your work, 
um, engaging in a project, you know, helping your kids with homework, whatever, whatever that might be. Maybe it's overwhelmed because of the life circumstances you're in. And there's a lot of things going on. There's health issues. There's um, potential job loss. There's just so much. There's financial things. There's so many things that could be going through your head. You just feel overwhelmed. Number nine, you feel this sense of pressure to overproduce, this expectation that you'll never meet, you'll never meet the expectation. Like you are working 100%, you're giving it your all, There's, it's still not enough. You're making the financial goals you thought you, you know, you're making that that stride, you, you got the job, you got the career, you got the master's degree, whatever it is. You're like, but still, there's more. I, I, I haven't met it. There's more to do. I'm not enough, right? That This kind of repetitive thought process too. Number 10, you're going through transition. There's a lot going on. Similar to the overwhelm question, right? Are you, is it a life transition? Are you going to grad school and you left your full-time job or you're leaving your full-time job to start your own job? Um, you're, you know, be, being self-employed, your own business. You're, there's some health issues going on and you're transitioning the way you operate in the world. Number 11, grief is very common reason to go to therapy. There's a loss of a loved one. Um, maybe even a loss of a home. Like there's a lot of reasons we can go into grief and, and it, and it's temporary, right? And some of us could say, well, yeah, of course I'm grieving. Like I'm sad because of this. I don't need to see anyone. I just know. And it's like, sure, you can know that you're sad, but do you feel like you need someone to kind of process that with, right? Sometimes the people around us don't know how to support us in that space, or sometimes they're grieving too. So it's, sometimes it's, it's helpful and sometimes it's not because then instead of them showing up for you, you're showing up for them. So who's listening to you when you need to process? Number 12, maybe there's some family dynamics and some relationships in, within your close circle that you're just navigating there um, and you're trying to figure it out. This would be a great time to bring in a therapist on that journey. And lastly, and it, this kind of goes into maybe transition, but maybe you're going through a major physical um, health um, journey right now and you need some extra support with the changes that that's going to bring. Bringing a therapist alongside to help you process that is absolutely a reason to reach out and and seek mental health services. Another thing that I didn't really talk about, but I've alluded to in previous episodes, is if your sleep is off, if your mood is off, and if you're lethargic, if there's these things that either you're not getting enough sleep or you're sleeping too much, your mood, you're just not stable at a stable mood that you're typically at, and you're having these very high elevated moods and very low moods in your day, you know, or, or it's just always low or it's always high, um, but it's not your your baseline. And lethargic kind of goes to that um, not having that 100% functioning in your life, um, just feeling this kind of very slow to move in your day. These are all great reasons to consider seeking a therapist. And so I know that's a lot, friends. So maybe re-listen to this if you didn't have time to write down all the questions, or maybe you had enough time to process 
while I was talking this out and if most of them were like yes 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 or you know at least three to f- or you know one of them is sufficient but if you have a couple of them or more on your list that you can definitely identify with I would definitely say it might be time if you haven't done so already or if you haven't gone in a long time we can all use a little maintenance even after going to therapy for years, you can keep coming back. There's no rule as to when you, you're kind of, you're just over therapy and you've done it all. <laughs> We're always evolving and changing and there's always different things happening in our lives and different stressors and unfortunately trauma. Of course, I never hope that or wish that upon you, but that's just something that happens because we live in a, in a world where we're surrounded by um, brokenness and um, and unhealthy structures and systems and people. So this is when I would recommend, again, seek another therapist. If you don't know how to find one, I will link a, a very popular site to find a therapist. Um, there are um, there's Psychology Today, there's BetterHelp, there's all sorts of things out there now and it's so easy to, to find someone and now virtually, like almost every practice has gone virtual. If you want to see someone in person, obviously those um, practices are available, but if you want the, the virtual experience because it's just easier, more convenient, all of that is made more accessible now um, in, in today's era. Um, a result of the pandemic. It just gave us more access to that. And so I wanted to keep this episode a little shorter than the uh, last. And I will talk about coaching in the next episode and what coaching entails and when to seek coaching. And I will really talk about the difference between therapy and coaching. Um, So I will leave you with that, friends. If you are struggling with any of these 13 or so um, things that I've proposed here, I would definitely say reach out if if you need support finding a therapist. Um, You can always call, if you have health insurance, call your provider, your health um, insurance, and ask them how you can get linked uh, to a therapist. But friends, I am just so excited you're here with me and that I get to uh, be part of this walking journey with you. I wish you the best day. Gracias, amiga. Adios. Amiga, that's a wrap for today. I pray this episode has blessed you in some way, brought you some clarity, or inspired you to take your next step in faith and healing. If this podcast has blessed you in any way, I would love to hear about it. And the best way to thank me is by leaving me a review and a comment on Apple Podcasts. You can also screenshot this episode and post me and tag me at Amiga Arise. I would love to connect with you and be on this journey with you. You can also join my Facebook group and meet other women on the same journey. So until next time, I'll be praying with you, Amiga. Arise and shine daily. And may we pray, move, and grow together. God bless.